Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, where we seek to equip the church to understand and live out its faith. I'm your host, Stephen Dew. I'm the preaching pastor at South Caraway Baptist Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas. We want to thank you for joining us today, and let's get right to today's episode. Well, hello, everyone. Episode one of the Doctrine Matters Podcast, where we are seeking to equip the church to understand and live out its faith. Now, you may be wondering who I am, why another podcast, why I'm doing a podcast, and we're going to get into all that today on this first episode. And uh, I just want you to know that this is nothing new under the sun, right? We have one million podcasts out there, probably way more than that. So this is nothing new that you're going to find, but what I do want to do is I want to communicate truth, and I know that we have many podcasts that do the same thing. They communicate truth of God's Word, and that's great, but I think as many avenues as you can get that are really putting out there the depths of God's Word and the true doctrine and theology that comes from His Word and not something from man himself— then the more the better. So I know this is nothing new, and this is nothing perfect. I am not a podcaster or a YouTuber or a gamer, so I really don't know what I'm doing. So there's not going to be much editing in these things. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for truth to be told, and that's what we hope to do. I know there will be several times that we'll have guests on this podcast. I already have many lined up and to uh, just communicate God's truth. But what I'm really hoping to do here is we've named it the Doctrine Matters Podcast for a reason because I believe that doctrine matters. Now, you may be thinking, what is doctrine? Doctrine simply means instruction as it applies to lifestyle application. Now, we all know that that can be anything, right? We could take instruction and apply it to our lives and how we live our lives. That's why for believers, it is important that we know and learn biblical doctrine. Biblical doctrine helps us understand the will of God for our lives. It, it helps us understand and know the true nature and character of God. It, it helps us in instructions for the church. It, it helps us understand God's instruction for holiness in our lives. And many things encompass sound biblical doctrine. Now, the reality of man is, and this is one of the doctrines that we'll cover, is the doctrine of sin. And, and all men, women, children, boys, and girls, when we are born into this world, we are born into sin. There is nobody that is born perfect in this world. The only perfect, perfect person that was born into this world was Jesus Christ himself. So we see from Scripture that he was the only perfect person. The rest of us, in Romans 5, it teaches that we are born with a sinful nature. Now, that is one thing that we have to have to understand from the get-go is our sinful nature wants to push back against God's holiness and His standard for our lives. That's why biblical doctrine is so important so that we can learn it and understand how to be submissive to biblical doctrine that we find in the true living Word of God. Many men will come up with their own doctrines and their own theologies, and we can get tossed to and fro by those things, and they are going to lead us astray away from the truth. So that is one of the main reasons that I wanted to do this podcast, where each each episode that we do, we'll take a look at a different doctrine each time. And then ultimately, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into some secondary doctrines, some tertiary doctrines, and we'll ultimately compare what's happening in the modern-day church 
to biblical doctrine and theology, and we'll see if that's lining up with God's Word, because I can tell you right now, there are many churches in our world that are simply not lining up with true biblical doctrine. Case in point, the main reason that I've been pushed to do this podcast is to basically help people understand what true biblical doctrine is, because we have a church in Northern California called Bethel Church. You may have heard of Bethel Church. You may have heard music that come out of has come out of Bethel Church, uh, Jesus Culture, Bethel Music, these things. And, and let me just be clear with you where I stand on this, because Bethel Church teaches false gospels and false doctrine, man-made things. I believe that we shouldn't listen to their music. We shouldn't play it in our worship gatherings, in our church services. We should just steer clear of Bethel altogether. There will be plenty of time to get into the whys and why nots of why we do or don't do certain things. But let me just tell you to stay clear of anything Bethel. Because what's happened recently, if you've been watching the news or keeping up with cultural or current events in the Christian world or church world, you will know that there was a a couple in this church that their two-year-old daughter, and this is tragic, this is devastating to me, she went to sleep, I don't know if it was for a nap or, or, or one night, but ultimately she didn't wake up, so uh, she died in her sleep, and her parents, and then Bill Johnson and all the people in this church have now gone on to say that they are praying for God to resurrect this little girl, to bring her back from the dead. Now, on the surface, I'm all for praying to God to just do something miraculous, if it be His will, right? Because we can't conjure up miracles. We can't just... uh, There's another episode of this coming, I promise, but I'm just going to lay my cards on the table. I don't think we ourselves contain a gift of miracles or the supernatural at all. So there's nothing wrong with praying to God to do something if it's His will. Now, at the time of this recording, we're looking at about seven days since this child has has died, maybe six or seven. Either way, that's a long time. So if we were to look at the example of Jesus calling out Lazarus from the dead, they it is said in his word that he stinketh, if you're using the King James Version, but it says he stinks. And science tells us that about four days, the body starts to decompose. Now, I don't want to break this down here. I don't want to get scientific, but it, we're already past four days, so the body itself of this poor, precious little girl who I believe is with Jesus right now, the body, the physical body, is decomposing and and all these things, unless they've embalmed her and done all these things, but even then, these are dangerous, harsh chemicals for anyone that is alive to ingest or have in their body, so we see this weird situation that's going on with the body itself, but this church is still begging God to resurrect and raise her from the dead, and they say they're going to keep praying that God would raise her from the dead until uh, until he does it, or they just know that it's time to move on, according to the family, whenever they decide. So this has been very troubling to me for uh, two reasons. One, it troubles me and grieves me that a poor child has lost her life, but I believe in my understanding of the Bible when we see people like David lose a child and he says that he's going to see that child again. So I personally believe that this child at two years old is in the arms of Christ, is in heaven, absent from the body and present with Christ. That is just my belief and we can get into that in a future episode of why I believe that. But 
I believe this child is with Jesus, and if this child had a choice, this child would probably stay with Jesus in heaven. It wouldn't want to come back. She wouldn't want to come back. But here we are. We have people here in Redding, California that are begging God for a resurrection. Now, what this has done is if you look at some of the Instagram videos and YouTube videos they have on there, is they are dancing around, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're throwing their hands, they're gyrating, they're doing all sorts of things, and it looks almost like a party. And people on the outside world, people that don't understand biblical doctrine, they look at this and they say, then what's wrong with this? What, what, what's wrong with crying out to God? What's wrong with asking for a miracle? And I would say, well, it, it, nothing is wrong with crying out to God. But if we understand our Bibles, then we'll see that this is a time for lament. This is a time for the believers in the body to gather together with this family and to mourn the loss of this child. But also through this mourning, they should be lifting up praise and and worship to a God that gives and a God that takes away, not begging him for a resurrection. We are simply saying when we do that, we are wanting to assert ourselves over your sovereignty, the one that gives life and the one that takes away in death. We're saying that we want to tell you what to do, and we're not going to stop until you do it. Man, that is dangerous on many fronts to try to uh, usurp the the glory and, and holiness and sovereignty of our God. And that's what the Bible teaches, that our God is holy, sovereign, he's perfect, and he is in the heavens doing all that he pleases. And if it was his time to bring this child home, to, 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 to have this precious life end on this earth, there was a reason behind it, and there should be worship I'm thinking about Job. It says, though you take away, yet I will praise you. I will worship you. Shane and Shane sang a beautiful song based on that scriptures. Though you slay me, yet I will praise you. Though you ruin me, still I will worship. Or some of the lyrics from that song. And instead of seeing mourn, mournful people that are gathering together, worshiping the Lord through suffering, we see people that are saying, well, we're just going to, because God can raise his son from the dead, he can raise Olive from the dead, and we're not going to stop until he does it. So what they're essentially doing, too, is they're in these uh, worship settings, and they are disorderly, it's chaotic, and the Bible says that God is not a God of disorder and confusion. And what we see happening right now is confusing, it's chaotic, and it is not of God. So that is the essential, ultimate reason that has pushed me to start this brand new podcast. Um, and the other reason is there's a lot of people in churches all across the world that, that are really lacking the understanding of true biblical doctrines. And I basically want to bring this podcast not for the deep, intelligent thinker, but I want to teach these doctrines through this medium to, as a layperson would to other laypersons. Now, I don't want to get crazy and say like, doctrine for dummies or anything because you know you can go to the bookshelves or go to amazon and you can find almost anything for dummies we've all seen these books right so the last thing i want to do is insult your intelligence and call you a dummy but what i want to do is to hopefully lay these major doctrines of the bible out in front of us in a way that somebody that has maybe never even been to school maybe uh, and when i say school maybe Maybe didn't go to middle school, high school, junior high, college, or whatever. Maybe somebody that just has worked their whole life, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. 
but it doesn't take a a, a, a PhD or a, a master's degree or even a bachelor's degree to understand the doctrines in the scriptures. Because let me tell you this, that when you become a believer in Christ, when you repent of your sin and trust in Christ for salvation, God, through the Holy Spirit, will open up your heart and your understanding to be able to understand the doctrines in Scripture. So sometimes it's, uh, we see it packaged really uh, heady and academic, but really we can break these doctrines down to something that's easy to understand, that we can all understand together. And that's what I hope to do. So some of the things that we're going to look at is we're going to look at the doctrine of God. We're going to look at the doctrine of what's called the Trinity, is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, uh, and how that works, what that looks like in Scripture. You've heard of the doctrine of the Trinity. Some of you have. Some of you may not have heard of it. Uh, that's okay. We're going to, just going to learn the Bible together, hopefully. We're going to look at uh, the doctrine of sin and man's role and uh, what sin has done to man. I've told you that we are all born sinful, so how does that reconcile with God? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the doctrine of salvation, also called soteriology. I'm going to lay out my view and the way I see soteriology happen in the Bible. We'll unpack things like angels, uh, church, maybe even the future. I know a few guys that I could have on with me to unpack eschatology because there's three really distinct views out there and really can get difficult to understand at times. But uh, simply put, I just want to lay out doctrines of the Bible so we can all understand them so when we come across a church or a pastor or someone that we may work with talking about certain doctrines or, or certain things going on in their lives or their church services, that we can combat that with true biblical doctrine from the Scriptures. Because one thing's for sure, is, and I've already mentioned this, is that our sin nature is at war with God's holiness. And we don't really want to be obedient to that, but as a believer, the Spirit helps us in that obedience because of our fallen nature. It's impossible to obey God without the Holy Spirit, and you don't get the Holy Spirit unless you repent of your sin and trust Christ for salvation or in salvation, right? And again, we'll unpack soteriology and salvation uh, in a later date, but what we have to really drive home is the fact that we need to understand how to be obedient to God's Word, or else we'll find ourselves some blown away, going to and fro doctrine that is not biblical. So we must be able to hear that, know that, and, and correct false doctrines and false theologies that we may hear. Because listen, there is no shortage of churches in our uh, world, especially in our America, and you can probably throw a rock at one in your own hometown, wherever that may be, that is teaching false doctrine and false gospels, and we want to desperately lay out true biblical doctrine for anyone that's willing to listen, understand, and ask questions. And I, I just want to give you the opportunity now to uh, uh, take my email address, and if you have any questions or concerns or thoughts that you have listening to these things, Feel free to email me, all lowercase, pastorstevendew at gmail.com. That's P-A-S-T-O-R-S-T-E-V-E-N-D-E-W at gmail.com. Please feel free to ask me questions, concerns, thoughts. I've heard it said snarky rebukes if you don't like something I've said or maybe I've misspoke on one of these things. Feel free to do that. And lastly, 
before we end this first episode, I just want to tell you a little bit about a who about who I am. Uh, again, my name is Stephen Dew, pastor of, or preaching pastor at a church in Jonesboro, Arkansas, South Caraway Baptist Church. And uh, I've been married to my wife, Kayla, now for almost 15 years. We've got four kids. Eli, Micah, Cohen, and Caroline is our youngest at three years old right now. And uh, we just love the Lord. We love the church. And uh, we want to see people understand true doctrines from Scripture. We want them to understand God's Word. So when they see something come across their Facebook feed or they, they watch a video on YouTube, they don't just say, well, that's great. They're doing a great thing. That's awesome. Yeah. We've got many people professing to be pastors in pulpits that are simply motivational speakers that encourage you to be a better you, to do better than the next guy, and how to live at peace with yourself. And that is not what God has called us to do as believers. He has called us to give him glory in everything that we do. And I want you to understand that this evening as you listen to this podcast or morning. I don't know why I said this evening, but uh, I think I got distracted, you know, squirrel type thing. But that's about it. First episode. No editing. Nothing. Just going with it. So please feel free to uh, give me some thoughts, feedback, critique, what you'd like to hear. We're going to go through some doctrines of Scripture, uh, kind of one by one over the next several episodes. We'll get into some other stuff as we go to, I'm sure. But uh, until then, uh, thank you for listening to this 17, 18-minute podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.